you need to offer competitive salary and wages. You do not have to offer top salary and wages, just competitive. Be in the ballpark in the 50th to 70th percentile of, of wages. And also, you don't want to come in at the top because you need opportunities for them to grow. And so it's much better to bring them in around the 60th percentile of wages or salary for that role in your geographic area and then have them have the opportunity to grow. If you're in that level, you're competitive and that's where you really can benefit from highlighting the intangible perks of working for you. You work hard in your business. On the Profit by Design podcast, we ask the big question. What has your business done for you lately? Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling. I'm the business psychologist, the author of the four-week vacation and the How to Hire the Best series, as well as the founder of Tap the Potential, where we coach entrepreneurs like you to design sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Because after all, we believe work supports life, not the other way around. Weekly on the Profit by Design podcast, we bring you tips, tools, and strategies from our own experiences and from the experiences of our guests who are entrepreneurial thought leaders and real life entrepreneurs, all to support you in making intentionally profitable and sustainable business decisions to live the lifestyle you desire. Hi there, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling, and today we are going to dive into a topic that is near and dear to my heart. I want to talk to you about what to do now to hire your next A player, and I'm going to dive into what we do wrong, what small business owners get wrong all the time when it comes to hiring, and it is so painful to mishire because it takes so much time, right, to through applicants and figure out who you're going to interview and then do the interviews. And then if you bring them on and they don't work out, it's just, it feels like so much time energy has gone into the process. So we're going to start off with going into what not to do. And by the way, 75% of business owners are mishiring and you're going to have a mishire rate that is very high when you're following traditional hiring practices. So I'm going to go through all the things not to do. And then I'm going to share with you what to do, what works when it comes to attracting a players to your team. And I'm going to end by giving you some simple tips to just help you up-level your team in the coming year for profitable growth. As we kick off today, I want to share some a win. We love to celebrate wins at Tap the Potential with our clients. So today we're celebrating a win for us. This is our fifth year anniversary of the Profit by Design podcast. And that's incredible because we've been releasing a podcast weekly for the last five years, sharing tips, tools, and strategies to help you design your business to be sustainably profitable so you have more time for what matters most. So we've done that for five years. But here's something else that's really cool. Five is becoming a powerful number because we are also ranked in the top 5% globally of podcasts, according to Listen Notes. So this is like the top 5% over 3 million podcasts that are out there. So I'm so honored for all of you who've been listening over the years. You're really helping us boost our rank 
rankings. And I also want to say I've so appreciated feedback that you've shared around what really resonates with you on the podcast and what you want to hear more of. So we really, I love listening to you and what you need most. So keep that feedback coming. It's greatly appreciated. So as we're diving in today, this episode is all about hiring and helping you hire A players. And I want to let you know that a single A player can outperform nine to 12 average team members. I mean, that's an incredible statistic. And it's true. I've seen it happen time and again in our clients' businesses. When I wrote the How to Hire the Best book, The Entrepreneur's Ultimate Guide for Attracting Top-Performing Team Members, one of the things that I was so mindful of is by the point that I wrote this edition of How to Hire the Best, I had so many conversations with small business owners who were using the How to Hire the Best system and having success and getting A players on their team. And the feedback that I was getting over and over is, Dr. Serena, it blows me away how different it is to have an A player on the team instead of a warm body. Like it is a night and day difference. And I think one of the things that is so powerful is your experience of your own leadership. When we're trying to coax and cajole warm bodies and get them to be engaged and get them to do things right and quit making mistakes that are costing us a lot of money, we start to doubt our own ability to lead. And the switch happens when we hire A players, they're easy to lead. They don't need much. It's almost like you have to get out of their way and and you just want to gently guide those A players instead of like pulling them along. You don't do that with A players. And so it's a whole different leadership experience. And that's what I want for you. And that's why I get so excited to share the How to Hire the Best system. And I want to let you know, we have An incredible workshop coming up in just a couple of weeks is called Unlocking Profit Potential, the Power of A Players and How to Attract Them for 10x Growth in Your Business. This workshop is a no-charge workshop. It's 90 minutes. It's happening on Thursday, February 22nd. So mark your calendar. You're going to want to be there. You can register at tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. And in this workshop, we're going to go into uncovering the secret sauce behind maximizing the productivity of your A players. I'm going to give you proven strategies to attract and recruit top talent and ensure that you have a higher success rate for your hiring. And you're going to gain actionable insights to create a workplace environment that nurtures and retains your A players. So again, get registered for that. It's happening on February 22nd. You can register at tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. Okay. So let's dive into our main topic today. And we're going to start with what so many of us small business owners get wrong when it comes to hiring. What are traditional hiring practices? What does that mean? This is what I see. Most of us in small business do what we've experienced in the corporate world, either as an applicant or as someone who was hiring in corporate. And that means that we wait until the last minute to hire, we throw together a job ad, We put it on Indeed and other platforms, and then we get applications sometimes. Hopefully, we get applications. And when those applications come in, we screen them. And then out of the applicants that look the best, 
we invite several of them to come in for interviews and then we interview them. And from the people that we interview, we try to pick the best person that we think out of this pool seems to be the best for this job. And then we offer them a job. And then sometimes we don't spend a lot of time training them. We just kind of throw them into the fire. I mean, that's the reality in small business. And so there's a couple of things that really go wrong there. One thing you need to understand is the psychology of A players because A players are not scrolling indeed every day looking for jobs. A players are typically employed elsewhere. Oftentimes they're happily employed elsewhere and they move through jobs. They move from one opportunity to the next via their network. So they hear about an opportunity from someone in their network and that's how they find their jobs. And so if you're relying on ads and placement job ads that you put on Indeed, you're probably not attracting A players. And if, especially if you're relying on people who are un currently unemployed, who are scrolling on Indeed every day and blanket applying, your pool of applicants, you're not drawing from a pool of applicants that's likely to give you A players. So you need to fish in a better pond. You need to fish in the pond where the A players hang out and the A players, you need to figure out where they are in your network and get in front of them. So that's a key piece here. So, but even if you stumble through the traditional hiring practices and you actually land an A player, because there is a 25% chance that you could get one that way, things can still go wrong. And so here's some of the common things that I see going wrong. We busy, overwhelmed business owners get it in our head that we just need to hire a mini me. So we need to find someone who's like us who can do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and take a whole lot of different things off of our plate. And then our lives are better. Meanwhile, if you hire an A player and you treat them that way, like, hey, I need you to do a little social media. I need you to do a little bookkeeping. Oh, yeah. And we have some sales. I don't have time to get on the phone all the time with the customers. Could you do that too? Oh, and could you keep our website up? And because that's what we do to A players, because they're really good at doing a lot of things. And so we give them more and more to do. Well, you're setting this A player up to fail because there's not a clearly defined role. There's no clearly defined results that you're looking for from them. And you're just adding more and more to their plate. And here's what A players will do. They'll say yes, because that's what A players do. They'll say, yes, I can do that. Sure, I can do that. Sure. And before you know it, you have overloaded them. They're drowning and you probably have them doing things that are not aligned with their strengths. And when we are working out of alignment with our strengths, our energy goes down. And so you can see someone that you hired who seemed like they came into the job with gusto and passion and excitement. And four or five months into the job, they are dragging and their morale is going to be down. You're going to be dissatisfied with their performance. So that's a big thing to avoid is don't look for the mini me. Instead, identify what's a key role that you can hire for and what are some key results that you're looking for and really break the role down into something very specific. So if you need someone who will help you with your social media, the personality strengths for someone to be successful in creating engaging social media campaigns are very different than the personality strengths needed for somebody who's going to do bookkeeping. 
in the business and be very successful with that. Bookkeeping is high attention to detail and enjoyment of numbers and appreciation for numbers, loving when things balance. That's very different than somebody who's going to be great at creating an engaging social media campaign for you. That kind of person is going to be more free spirited. They're going to have a lot of creative ideas. They're going to be really good at connecting and building relationships with people and asking questions that really pull people in and make them want to engage with your social media. So that right there, I hope you're starting to see that if you try to hire someone and give them multiple things in the business that are not related, you're not going to have success. You're going to have much more success when you create a clearly defined role and you hire for the personality strengths needed to deliver the result that you're looking for in that role. So get clarity on the role. And a lot of times small business owners say, well, I don't think that's a full-time job. Perfect. (laughs) It's much better not to hire for someone full-time. You want to start with part-time hires, independent contractors, low commitment, because you have to build your hiring muscle, right? You have to learn the skills to hire A players. And if you hire for a full-time role in the business and you mess up and you accidentally mishire, that's going to cost you up to three times that person's salary to replace them. That's very expensive and costly. If you're paying someone $40,000 a year, that could cost you $120,000 to have to replace them. So I don't want you starting with full-time roles and leadership roles when you're hiring. I want you starting with the low levels on the role chart, build your hiring muscle and get better. And then move up and hire those higher levels. But a lot of times when you, here's the cool thing, when you're hiring A players, they're going to want to move up on the role chart and they want to move into positions of leadership. So you'll see them rapidly advance over a couple of years with you. And so you likely won't have to fill leadership roles. And if you get really good at hiring the entry level roles in your business, those are roles that you're repeatedly filling and you can systematize how you hire for those roles very, very easily. So that's where I really encourage you to focus there. The other area where we get it wrong when it comes to hiring is lacking a clear training and onboarding plan. And this goes back to trying to hire the mini me who's going to do all the things in the business. And then you just bring them in and you train them on a little bit of this and you train them on a little bit of that and they never get fully trained on anything. And then you just kind of throw them in because you're busy. And yes, even if you've decided you're going to spend the first week with them, getting them settled and getting them comfortable, if that's all you do, there's no opportunity for them to succeed. They need ongoing training. You need to have a clear training plan. So that means before you hire them, you have thought through what are the results that an A player is delivering in this role one year in? Not what are the results that your warm bodies deliver? No. (laughs) What are the results that you would expect from an A player one year into the role? And then you want to backtrack. And you want to say, okay, if that's what I expect for them at the end of year one, what do I expect at nine months, six months, three months, 30 days in, one weekend, and on day one? And you want to have results (laughs) identified at each one of those marker points in the training. And that is beautiful because once you have identified the results at each of those points, now you can create a plan to train to those results. 
and you can share that plan with your A players. I love doing that. We use an Asana board and they can check off when they've completed things and they've hit those results. And it always blows me away that they're hitting those milestones faster than I anticipate. A players love to show you, I can do this fast. I'm eager to learn. And so they really love to move through the training quickly. So you may get them to the results at six months instead of a year. And that's perfect because now you're maximizing their productivity. And by the way, I'm going to be going into that even more in the workshop. So you can sign up for the workshop at tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. So you want to have a clear training and onboarding plan for them. And plan to spend time with them ongoing. So weekly one-to-ones where you're checking in with them and seeing how things are going. But I wouldn't go to a weekly one-to-one before their first month with you. You need several touch points those first few weeks each week with them and high touch points in the first week to get them set up. So they always have opportunities to say to you, here's where I'm struggling. Here's what I don't understand. Here's what I need help with. And you're continually asking about that. So have a clear training and onboarding plan. Another area where we get it wrong is we will hire someone who probably isn't a player. They interview well, they had a great application, their references check out, and then you get them on the team and all of a sudden there are performance issues and you're cringing at their choices and some of their behaviors. And I think at that point, what's really gone on is you've hired an A player, but you hired somebody who's not a good fit for your culture. They're probably going to be an A player in somebody else's business. And so if you go into the hiring process and you have not identified your immutable laws, there's a good chance you're going to bring in someone who's just not a good fit for your culture and their choices and behavior are going to make you cringe over time. So you want to identify what are your immutable laws and these come from your core values. So when we run the workshop in a couple of weeks, we're going to take you through an exercise that helps you clarify what your immutable laws are. This is the number one thing that I have seen make the biggest difference in your ability to attract the right A players for your team. So you're definitely going to want to learn this process with us in the workshop. So let's talk now about what is working to attract, hire, and retain A players. Because right, you don't want to just hire them. You need to keep them on your team. And the longer you can retain A players, the stronger and more profitable your business is going to be. And so we never want to expect our A players to be with us for life because A players crave opportunities for growth and development. And we don't want to get them in roles where they're stagnating. So it's actually healthy to have turnover on your team. But you don't want the revolving door of turnover. If you can retain your team members for several years, up to 10 years even, and sometimes beyond because you're providing lots of opportunities for growth and advancement as the company is growing, like you're a high growth company, that's great. But sometimes you're going to have A players and they're going to be with you for a few years. They're going to do amazing things for you and they're going to move on and they can become the best referral sources to send you more A players. So sometimes the best thing you can do for an A player is raise them up, give them leadership skills and send them out into the world so they can refer more A players to come work for you in those entry level roles on the team. That's actually a really cool thing to have happen. So fundamentally, to attract, hire, and retain A players, we need to understand 
that A players have a very different psychology than your average team member. A players are intrinsically motivated. They want to do a good job. And that's such a different mindset than how we employers approach team members. We tend to think, well, we have to give them a lot of benefits and bonuses to incentivize their performance. And actually, if you do too much of that, you can disincentivize your A players. A players want to do a good job. If you give them a goal and it's a stretch goal, they're going to work towards it. They want to achieve the goal. And it just comes from within, just from the inner satisfaction of knowing you've achieved a goal. And it's not that hard to understand A players when you think about it, because you're an A player, you're the business owner, you are excited about what you do, you want the business to be better, right? All of that just comes naturally. So you show up to podcasts and lives because you want to learn. That's how your A players on your team are. They want to learn too. Nobody, I didn't say to you, hey, come listen to this podcast and I'm going to give you a couple hundred dollars for it. I didn't say that. You're here because you want to learn. Your A players are like that too. So we want to create environments in our businesses where our A players can thrive, where they really flourish. And so you want to give them opportunities for advancement. And when you're hiring, it's very important that you have clear opportunities for advancement and that you're able to talk to them about what that looks like and even break down, you know, here you're going to start at this level of pay, but in a year or two, you could be at this level. That's going to look like for you. And not just talk about, you know, here's what your hourly wage is going to be this year and what it'll be next year and two years from now, but talk about it in terms of, you know, this is how much you could be make with us in the first year. And this is how much you could be making in the second year, but you have to hit these performance goals and lay out what those performance goals are. When you're able to do that with clarity, you're going to be miles ahead of most of the employers that they're interviewing with. So here's the other tip. When you're interviewing an A player, there's a good chance that they are interviewing with multiple employers. You're not the only one they're talking to. And their current employer is also trying to retain them, right? So you have lots of competition just because you got them into an interview with you and you're going to make them a job offer does not mean there's a good chance they're going to end up on your team. And you need to treat that very, very seriously. So when you're interviewing with them, you want to understand what they are motivated by, what motivates them, what are they working towards, what are their real career goals, not the ones they think sound really good on paper, but what's really important to them. What is it that's going on in their current workplace that they're not happy about? Because you need to be able to contrast how it is to work for you versus what they're currently experiencing. Even if they have a great job, chances are there are certain things that get under their skin that they're having to deal with. So if you can understand what those are and show them that your opportunity is very different, then you do have a good chance. The other thing that you want to do is be prepared to quickly make an offer. So if you have an A player, they've gone through the interview process with you, they've met all the criteria and you think, yes, they're the right one. Don't wait because you have three more interviews to do. Make the offer right there and then. And don't give them two weeks to think it over. It needs to be a time limit, you know, 24, 48, 72 hours at the most where they're accepting the offer. 
because you have other A players you're going to interview if they say no, right? But the other reason is, is you don't want them out there doing multiple interviews and kind of comparing and contrasting. You want them to make a decision. If they can see that this is a good fit, you want to make that decision and have them move forward. Time and again, I've talked to business owners who come back and they say, we had this great interview. We made them an offer and I don't know where they are with it. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know where they are? Well, that was like a week ago and they haven't, they've said they're still interested, but I don't really know why they're not making a decision. That is the worst place to be. I mean, and from a sales perspective, if you think about selling, you want people to make decisions. You want to be able to have a conversation and have people come to decisions because you've had a very thorough conversation. The interview process with A players is the same way. You want them to come out of that interview and either have a clear no and you have a clear no, or they are very interested. They're going to talk it over with their spouse. They're going to run some numbers and tomorrow they're going to get back to you and say yes or no. That's how you want this to flow. So you also want to to attract A players you want to highlight the intangible perks of working for you. So it's, yes, salary and wages. You need to offer competitive salary and wages. You do not have to offer top salary and wages, just competitive. Be in the ballpark in the 50th to 70th percentile of, of wages. And also, you don't want to come in at the top because you need opportunities for them to grow. And so it's much better to bring them in around the 60th percentile of wages or salary for that role in your geographic area and then have them have the opportunity to grow. If you're in that level, you're competitive and that's where you really can benefit from highlighting the intangible perks of working for you. So what are these intangible perks. There's so many of them. And one of the best ways to identify which intangible perks are really going to resonate with the A players you want to attract is to go talk to your current A players and just say, why do you like working here? What's great about us? And listen, and they're going to say things to you that you probably take for granted. And you may even discount the importance of them. You may hear them say, well, it's a family atmosphere. I have flexibility. When I need to go to my son's baseball games, you give me time to go do that. You know, I'm going to make up my work later on. So you're not really, you're not counting my hours and micromanaging me. That's really powerful. So those are statements that you can take and you can say to your A player, can I quote you on that? Put that on your careers page, put it, sprinkle it in your job ads. When you have A players who talk about why they love working for you, get their testimonials and put that in social media. That's really how you start to position yourself as an employer of choice for the type of A players that you want to attract for your team. So getting to know your current A players better. And along those lines, one of the biggest mistakes business owners make is we spend so much of our time managing our poor employees, the ones who keep messing up, the ones who don't show up on time, the ones we have to have these continual performance conversations with. And I really want to invite you to turn that mentality around and just think about, okay, I'm spending probably 15 hours a week dealing with performance issues. What would happen if I spent 10 of those hours learning how to hire, learning Dr. Sabrina's how to hire the best system, signing up for the how to hire the best course, you know, spending 20 hours over the next month going through the course so I could attract A players and then spending my time training those A players. Oh my goodness. Now we're talking about making your time worth $10,000 an hour versus 
losing $10,000 an hour of your time because you're dealing with warm bodies and dealing with all their performance issues. So that's really a mindset shift. But I just, I'm telling you this now to just bring it to your attention to think about how many hours this week have you spent dealing with performance issues on your team? And then how many hours have you spent thinking about dealing with those performance issues on your team, right? Now we're talking 10, 20 hours out of your week, out of your life, because you're thinking about it in bed at night. You're thinking about it when you go home. You're thinking about it when you wake up. That's taking you away from your life, number one, but it's also occupying mental space and keeping you from having $10,000 an hour ideas that would grow the business. This is so important. Stop wasting your time trying to fix performance issues with poor employees. Instead, learn how to hire A players, how to hire the best, and bring them on, train them, and put more time into having one-to-ones with your A players than the time you're spending dealing with your performance issues. You should spend very little time, an hour at the most in your week dealing with performance issues. The majority of your time when you're dealing with your team needs to be in pouring into and investing in your A players, encouraging them, finding out what their barriers are to success, removing those barriers, like getting things out of their way so that they can go forward and deliver the results that you're looking for. And that's really, you know, when you hear me talk about A players being 900 to 1200% more productive than a warm body They need you to be the leader that enables them to be 900 to 1200% more productive. So that means you need to be putting your time and energy into understanding what their experience is like on the team, what's noxious, what's frustrating to them, and getting all that stuff out of the way, problem solving that with them. Okay, so let's talk now about some simple tips to help you up level your team for profitable growth in the year ahead. So number one way to up-level your team for profitable growth in the year ahead is to learn how to hire A players. They are 900 to 1200% more productive than warm bodies. So in the Tap the Potential solution in step four, we talk about building your lean and mighty team. And one of the things that is so eye-opening for our business owners is to realize you don't need to hire as many people as you think you need to hire to get the work done. So the majority of our workforce is disengaged, and we're lucky if we get two full days of work from them in a five-day work week. So if you have a team full of disengaged employees, you probably think it's going to take 10 people to get the work done. Well, it takes 10 people because you're only getting two days of work out of each one of them each week. So what if you have A players on the team? You might actually only need three or four to do the work of 10 people. And you might be blown away to realize that those three or four actually get more work done when you get the rest of the warm bodies off the team, because they're no longer having to clean up the mistakes and do rework for the warm bodies when they make mistakes. So this is very, very impactful. Payroll is the biggest expense in your business. And so when you can have fewer people on your payroll, you're paying fewer taxes, fewer benefits. And actually, the beautiful thing is it enables you to pay your A players more. And you absolutely should pay them more because they're more productive for you than the warm bodies. But there's this point where you can pay them more and you're still going to be very profitable because of the level of productivity that A players bring to the table. So we're going to be diving into that in the workshop unlocking profit potential, the power of A players and how to attract them for 10x growth. So 
get registered. You're really going to want to hear everything I have to say about that. And the registration again is tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. So tip number two, if you're going to be hiring in the next six months, start now. Don't wait until you are overloaded and you're desperate and you need somebody yesterday. You need to start networking now and positioning yourself now as an employer of choice. And that's what we teach in the How to Hire the Best course. You learn how to use your social media to highlight your current A players and the cool things that they're doing on your team, team development activities that you're doing. When you have training that you do, when you have pizza for lunch and you treat the team, all that you want to capture that. You want to be sharing these things in social media, celebrating team anniversaries, birthdays, dreams of team members coming true. Celebrate all of that in your social. At least once per week, you need to have that theme of, you know, hey, we are a great place to work and showing something in your social media about why you're a great place to work. And by the way, one of the things that is so cool about our How to Hire the Best course is that when you complete 90% of our Move Forward Action Steps, number one, you're building your How to Hire the Best system to attract A players. But number two, we feature you in our Great Place to Work Spotlight. So you get this really cool logo that says, as featured in Tap the Potential's Great Place to Work Spotlight. You can put that in your social media. You can put that on your careers page. And that says that a third party is endorsing you as a business that is putting attention on being a great place to work for A players. That gives you a significant leg up amongst your competitors when you're trying to hire those A players. That's a big, big deal. So there's the How to Hire the Best course has five modules and there's move forward action steps associated with each of those five modules. It doesn't take a lot of time. You just want to do those action steps. A lot of people sign up for courses and never finish them. We want you to finish the How to Hire the Best course. So we've incentivized that. And I think we've created a really cool win-win because that allows you the opportunity to be featured in the Great Place to Work Spotlight so you can attract more A players. So tip number three, and this is my final tip. You need to identify who are your warm bodies, the people on your team who are making repeated mistakes. They're not coachable. They play the victim role a lot. They blame other people. They lash out at you when you talk to them about their performance issue. And you want to have a plan over the next six to 12 months, you're going to replace them with A players. And every time you hire, you want to hire up. And that's the beauty of how to hire the best system is if you follow traditional hiring practices, you have a 75% chance of mishiring. So we love it when you go through how to hire the best and you improve your chances of hiring right every time you hire. So another cool feature of our How to Hire the Best course is once you're in, you're in for life. We never kick you out and we have Q&As twice a month. And you can come in and bring in all your hiring challenges that you're going through or, you know, hey, I've got this team member. I think I need to fire them and ask those questions. So you have ongoing support from us throughout your business to help you with hiring. You sign up for the course once, your team members can come through at no additional charge and you can train your team members on the how to hire the best system so you don't have to do all the hiring in the future because we want to take more and more off your plate. So we're going to be going more into the how to hire the best course. Your first step 
if that if all of that intrigues you is to sign up for our workshop and you're going to really get to understand the benefits of having these A players on your team and what it's really like to run a business with A players and how that impacts your profit and growth in the coming years. So the registration link is tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. So you've listened to all of this. Clearly, you can hear my enthusiasm. I get so excited about it. But you may still be wondering, well, Dr. Sabrina, does the how to hire the best system really work? Like, how do you know it works? Well, here's the fun thing. I've written multiple How to Hire the Best books. Every time I write a book, I go back to small business owners. They ask them about their hiring challenges. I go to the business owners who've been using How to Hire the Best and I ask them, hey, is this still working for you? And time and again, I hear, yeah. And it's been working for years in some of our clients' businesses. So we have lots of proof of concept that yes, How to Hire the Best works to attract A players in your small businesses. So I want to share with you an email that came in, and this is from Ellen Humphrey Allen. And she said, I just want to give you a big thank you. I signed up for the How to Hire the Best course about a year ago and then decided to pare down my client list rather than hire. And with life circumstances going on, I just wasn't up to growing and hiring. But I came back into the course a year later because that's the thing is once you've signed up, you don't ever have to sign up again. She could just come into the course. And she started looking for an employee and she said, my hiring process was completely different this time around. I put so much work into preparing to look for an employee and really communicate with applicants what the culture would be, what's expected of the new hire. And she said, it scared off most of the applicants, which at times left her feeling vulnerable and unsure. But then someone came along who loved everything that she communicated. And she said, my goals and dreams for the business, the culture I'm building, they ate it up. I hired her and it's been fantastic. And she said, as I was driving home last night, I was thinking about the past hires who I felt so much frustration with, who I now realize had completely different immutable laws than I do. And about this hire and how well we work together and complement each other. And I just want to send you a big thank you. That's how I know how to hire the best works. I get feedback like this over and over from our course participants. So yes, how to hire the best works. So just as a quick recap, what we've covered today, I pulled back the curtain on what so many small business owners get wrong when it comes to hiring. And I spent a good time diving into what is working to attract A players. And I gave you some simple tips to help you up-level your team for profitable growth in the year ahead. So reminder, if you haven't signed up yet, head on over to tapthepotential.com forward slash workshop. Get signed up for Unlocking Profit Potential, the power of A players and how to attract them for 10x growth. Next week, Caitlin Beaver is going to be with you. Caitlin is our Connect and Success Team Lead, and she also co-facilitates the How to Hire the Best course with me. And she's going to dive into the internship opportunity in your business. Have you ever thought about hiring an intern and wondered, what would I even do with an intern? What are the requirements for an internship? Paid? Do I do it unpaid or paid? And if I work with a school, what kind of criteria do I need to meet? How do I find interns? Caitlin is going to share some fascinating tips and pointers to help clarify the internship opportunity in your business. We have interns at Tap the Potential 
It is a phenomenal opportunity to take care of some basic work, repetitive work, or even areas that are new in your business that you may be unsure of. They're typically younger. They're of a different generation. They can bring in new ideas and new energy to the business and point you to things that you may be completely overlooking. So the internship opportunity is a great opportunity to explore in your business. And Caitlin's going to walk you through that. And remember, don't miss an episode of the Profit by Design podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you receive your podcasts on. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time with me today. Join me in our Tap the Potential Mighty Networks community at tapthepotential.com forward slash group. Share your aha moments from today's episode, ask me questions, and join in on the fun with your fellow entrepreneurs on the journey to designing sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Isn't it time you take your life back? And finally, share today's episode with a friend if you know a friend who would enjoy it. This is real life business. Keep your chin up. Keep moving forward. You got this.